Hey, everybody. Hey, we hope you had a great Easter yesterday with yeah. friends and family. The candy's on sale today. Yeah, you'll get some. I'm going to go get some Cadbury eggs. You're probably going to get some Peeps, if I had to guess. Yeah, that's probably a good guess. Yeah, and Cadbury eggs. Cadbury so eggs. Like Cadbury. Okay, so do you like the big Cadbury cream eggs or the little, like, milk chocolate with the candy shell eggs? Which ones are? I like them both. Okay. I like them both, but I will probably be looking for some cream eggs today. Those are so yeah, good. And I know I got some in my basket yesterday. It was great. <laughs> Thank thanks, you. Shannon. Thank you for that. <laughs> thanks, thanks for putting Chip's basket together. Yeah, that was very nice. She always does that. Give me a bunch of Cadbury eggs. And so, yeah. Wow. It's good. Yeah, that's I nice. mean, just do it once a year. Yeah, yeah that's it's it. awesome. Mm-hmm. Very Cadbury good. And my are kids are asking good. for them. They want them, but too bad. They can watch you eat them. Yeah. Have you ever had a Kinder Egg? No, but my daughter, Christina, loves them, and I get them for her all the time. Okay. Kinder Eggs, you, when I grew up in Germany... It, they're actually so the way that they are now is completely different. Yeah. It used to just be the chocolate with the like the white chocolate inside, and then a little plastic capsule, and then you break open that capsule, and it's got a little toy that you can assemble. Look at that! And we're not allowed to have those in America because you can't mix edible and non-edible things because people will die. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's the so what today. <laughs> that's the so what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I used to get them black market from Canada when I was up in Fort oh, Trent, New York. Geez. So. There you go. That's the real wow. so what. Eric's a felon wow, wow, wow. getting black market Kinder Eggs. Anyway, so yesterday we talked about uh, David making peace with Saul again. He broke into the camp. He stole his spear and his water to make peace. And then David ran off to live with the Philistines because he figured, well, Saul's going to try this again. But if yeah. I hide with the Philistines, it won't happen. Sure. So we're going to take a pause from the narrative again to get a little bit of insight into the heart, into the thinking of David by reading through some more psalms. So we will read first Psalm 17, a prayer of David. Psalm 17. O Lord, hear my plea for justice. Listen to my cry for help. Pay attention to my, my prayer, for it comes from honest lips. Declare me innocent, for you see those who do right. You have tested my thoughts and examined my heart in the night. You have scrutinized me and found nothing wrong. I'm determined not to sin in what I say. I've followed your commands, which keep me from following cruel and evil people. My steps have stayed on your path. I have not wavered from following you. I am praying to you because I know you will answer, O God. Bend down and listen as I pray. Show me your unfailing love in wonderful ways. By your mighty power, you rescue those who seek refuge from their enemies. Guard me as you would guard your own eyes. Hide me in the shadows of your wings. Protect me from wicked people who attack me, from murderous enemies who surround me. They are without pity. Listen to their boasting. They track me down and surround me, watching for the chance to throw me to the ground. They are like hungry lions, eager to tear me apart, like young lions hiding in ambush. Arise, O Lord, stand against them and bring them to their knees. Rescue me from the wicked with your sword. By the power of your hand, O Lord, destroy those who look to this world for their reward, but satisfy the hunger of your treasured ones. May their children have plenty, leaving an inheritance for their descendants. Because I'm righteous, I will see you. When I awake, I'll see you face to face, and I'll be satisfied. Okay, Psalm 35 is next. Psalm 35, a Psalm of David. O Lord, oppose those who oppose me. Fight those who fight against me. Put on your armor and take up your shield. Prepare for battle and come to my aid. Lift up your spear and javelin. Bring shame and disgrace on those trying to kill me. Turn them back and humiliate those who want to harm me. 
Blow them away like chaff in the wind, a wind sent by the angel of the Lord. Make their path dark and slippery with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. I did them no wrong, but they laid a trap for me. I did them no wrong, but they dug a pit to catch me. So let sudden ruin come upon them. Let them be caught in the trap they set for me. Let them be destroyed in the pit they dug for me. Then I'll rejoice in the Lord. I'll be glad because he rescues me. With every bone in my body, I'll praise him. Lord, who can compare with you? Who else rescues the helpless from the strong? Who else protects the helpless and the poor from those who rob them? Malicious witnesses testify against me. They accuse me of crimes I know nothing about. They repay me evil for good. I am sick with despair. And yet they were ill. I, when they were ill, I grieved for them. I denied myself by fasting for them, but my prayers were turned unanswered. I was sad as though they were my friends or family and as if I were grieving for my own mother. But they are glad now that I am in trouble. They gleefully join together against me. I am attacked by people I don't even know. They slander me constantly. They mock me and call me names. They snarl at me. How long, O Lord, will you look on and do nothing? Rescue me from their fierce attacks. Protect my life from these lions. Then I'll thank you in front of the great assembly. I'll praise you before all the people. Don't let my treacherous enemies rejoice over my defeat. Don't let those who hate me without cause gloat over my sorrow. They don't talk of peace. They plot against innocent people who mind their own business. They shout, aha, aha, with our own eyes we saw him do it. O oh Lord, you know all about this. Do not stay silent. Do not abandon me now, O oh Lord. Rise up, wake up, rise to my defense. Take up my case, my God and my Lord. Declare me not guilty, O oh Lord, my God, for you give justice. Don't let my enemies laugh about me in my troubles. Don't let them say, look, we got what we wanted. Now we will eat him alive. May those who rejoice at my troubles be humiliated and disgraced. May those who triumph over me be covered with shame and dishonor. But give great joy to those who came to my defense. Let them continually say, great is the Lord who delights in his blessing, his servant with peace. Then I'll proclaim your justice and I'll praise you all day long. Okay. Psalm 54, right? Is that where we're at or did we? Yep. Psalm 54. We had a little technical issue for all of those who didn't know. Psalm, and not yet now, is Psalm 54. We just did Psalm 35. It was a good one. So Psalm 54. Fast forward a little bit there, and we are... Okay. Psalm 54, for the choir director, a psalm of David regarding the time the Ziphites came and said to Saul, we know where David is hiding, to be accompanied by stringed instruments. Come with great power, O God, and rescue me. Defend me with your might. Listen to my prayer, O God. Pay attention to my plea. For strangers are attacking me. Violent people are trying to kill me. They care nothing for God. But God, he's my helper. The Lord keeps me alive. May the evil plans of my enemies be turned against them. Do as you promised and put an end to them. I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me to triumph over my enemies. Okay, and Psalm 63. Psalm 63. This is a Psalm of David regarding a time when David was in the wilderness of Judah. 
O God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. I've seen you in your sanctuary and gazed upon your power and glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. Mm. How I praise you. I will praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. You satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. I lie awake thinking of you, meditating on you throughout the night. Because you are my helper, I sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely. But those plotting to destroy me will come to ruin. They will go down into the depths of the sea. They will die by the sword and become the food of jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear to tell the truth will praise him. While, while liars, they'll be silenced. So that concludes our reading for the day. But we have yet to answer our questions, Chip. There's questions to be answered, my friend. The people need to so know. So what? So when I, I read through uh, scripture, I try to ask myself that question when we... Mm-hmm. preach you know i know i, I do that um so what does this mean practically what does this mean for you and i today um so i think you know we got we talked about this a little before where david is wrestling with his enemies those who hate him and want to hurt him and destroy him he's in turmoil he goes to god that's a good thing um and so that's what we have here a lot of that one thing to keep in mind Um, Whenever people hate us and hurt us and say bad things to us and about us, um, we are so tempted um, to respond back with hateful and hurtful words. We want them to pay and we want them to know that it was us that made them pay. And many times it starts with what we say. I mean, it goes back to our thoughts, but then from there it it words. And Jesus says that reflects a very hurtful and hateful heart when you say hurtful and hateful things. So I love what David did in in chapter 17. He basically told God, I am determined not to sin in what I say. Mm -hmm. You know, and so basically we know that it's because he wants to have a right heart with God. And that's one thing that set David apart is he had a heart for God. And so I think it's because of something like this where he was determined not to sin in what he said. And and I I think often just because we can say it doesn't mean we should say it, and we need to evaluate it and and check ourselves um, before we're triggered. And and when people hurt us and hate us and say bad things to us and about us, is that we could easily fall off that cliff ourselves and go down to a dark and dangerous road when we start to uh, respond to everything. So yeah, yeah. Uh, just because you can, just because you feel like it, just because people say do it doesn't mean you should. A lot of times, check yourself. Um, I tell myself many times, and I've learned this personally and through Scripture, that many times there's power in the silence. Yeah. There's power in the silence. So if you want (laughs) to, you don't do this to get someone back, but often it does because they're looking to trigger you. They're looking for you to say something or to upset you. And we see this all the time, unfortunately, in politics. But it it also plays out in, in true life as well. Just because you're triggered and you want to say it and you can say it doesn't mean you should say it. And many times we just need to be quiet and allow God to do what he does best. So mm-hmm. That's the so what. Yeah, I love that so what. Okay, so where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? Well, so again, I just want to reiterate, Jesus quotes the Psalms more than any other book of the Bible. And uh, so actually he quotes from Psalm chapter 35 during one of my favorite 
times in Jesus' ministry, the upper room oh. discourse with the disciples. I love it so much. Yeah. And he quotes and he says, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a good place to start here. Do, 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 yeah. do, 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 you know what? Do, We've read a lot of scripture. Do, do, I'm just going to read the whole do, thing here. Do, 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 do. <laughs> here we go. Okay, so Jesus says, If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world so it hates you. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they would listen to you. They will do all this to you because of me, for they have rejected the one who sent me, God, the Father. They would not be guilty if I had not come and spoken to them, but now they have no excuse for their sin. Anyone who hates me also hates my Father. If I hadn't done such miraculous signs among them that no one else could do, they would not be guilty. But as it is, they've seen everything I did, yet they still hate me and my Father. This fulfills what is written in their scriptures. They hated me without cause. And so you jump back to Psalm 35. Don't let my treacherous enemies rejoice over my defeat. Don't let those who hate me without cause gloat over my sorrow. So David was writing this about himself, but the Holy Spirit, who was inspiring David's words, had a much greater message that he was sending, that this is part of the picture of Messiah. And I don't know that David would understand it that way. I don't know if anyone who ever read this psalm or sang this psalm before Jesus would understand it. But the moment Jesus claimed it that peace became a messianic part of the messianic picture that he would be hated for no reason and you think about it david is also hated for no reason Mm -hmm. you know um if if a true israelite were to think about it for a second they would accept david in a heartbeat they would want david on the throne he's a good man he's a strong warrior he's a great leader they would want him on the throne and it's the same if they could get out of their own way and get away from this false allegiance that they have to a guy who doesn't have any place on the throne, then they would embrace David. It's the same thing with the Pharisees. If they'd get out of their own way, yeah. if they'd eliminate the idol that they've let the law become, yep. and they would embrace Jesus who is good and who wants what's best and is a perfect king and perfect leader, if they would get out of their own way, they would embrace him. Get but out. instead, mm-hmm. they hate him without cause. So that's yeah. where Jesus is in this text. Mm. Sorry about the long read on that extra scripture there. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Okay. Very good, Eric. Hey, hope you guys have a great day today. Enjoy your day. Kiss your loved ones and say hi to everybody. Yeah, and eat a Cadbury egg. Okay. All right, see ya. Bye.